0: But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I wanna tell you the story of a woman called by God to revision the entire vocation of nursing. This is the story of Florence Nightingale. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips Our psalm this evening is Psalm 44 on page 324 of the prayer book. We have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what you did in the days of old. How you drove out the nations with your hand and planted our fathers in the land. How you destroyed the nations and cast them out. For they did not possess the land by their own sword. Neither was it their own arm that helped them. But by your right hand and your arm and the light of your countenance. Because you favored them. You are my king, O God. You send help to Jacob. Through you we will overthrow our enemies, and in your name we will tread down those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow. It is not my sword that helps me. But you save us from our enemies and put to shame those who hate us. We make our boast in God all day long and will praise your name forever. But now you have cast us off and put us to shame and you do not go forth with our armies. You make us turn our backs upon our enemies, so that those who hate us plunder our goods. You let us be eaten up like sheep, and have scattered us among the nations. You sell your people for nothing. You take no money for them. You make us the reproach of our neighbors, to be laughed, to scorn, and to be held in derision by those who are round about us. You make us a byword among the nations, so that the peoples shake their heads at us, My disgrace is daily before me, and the shame of my face has covered me. Because of the voice of the slanderer and blasphemer, because of the enemy and the avenger, and though all this has come upon us, yet we do not forget you, nor have we been unfaithful to your covenant. Our heart has not turned back, nor have our steps departed from your way, though you have crushed us in the haunt of jackals and covered us with a shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God— and held up our hands to any strange god, shall not God search it out? For he knows the very secrets of the heart. For your sake we are killed all day long, and we are counted as sheep appointed to be slain. Rise up, O Lord, why are you sleeping? Awake, and cast us not away forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and trouble? For our soul is brought low, even to the dust, and our belly cleaves to the ground. Arise, O Lord, and help us, and deliver us for your mercy's sake. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Her name has long been associated with nursing, but what is less known is the deep personal faith that led her to serve those in need. Let me tell you the story of Florence Nightingale. Born in 1820 in Florence, Italy, to aristocratic British parents, Florence's future was going to be marriage and upholding the family's social standing, but Florence had other dreams. From an early age, she had desired to serve the sick and the poor on her family's estate, and at the age of 16, dramatically told her parents that she would pursue a career in nursing. Her parents were horrified that she would take on a vocation that at the time was associated with women in religious orders or women of very low social status. Florence was undeterred and in 1844 enrolled as a nursing student in a Lutheran hospital in Germany. Eventually, she returned to London, took a job at a hospital in Middlesex, and within a year was promoted to superintendent of nursing. One of her top concerns was the unsanitary conditions she found in hospitals throughout England, which spread disease further. Now, in 1853, the Crimean War began between Britain and Russia, and in the first year, over 18,000 soldiers were in understaffed military hospitals, and there were no nurses to serve them on the front. And so the British Secretary of War, Sidney Herbert, came to Florence to ask her to gather and lead a team of trained nurses to serve the soldiers on the front. What Florence found upon arriving in Constantinople was a military hospital full of rodents, bugs, and even human excrement, Florence set immediately to sanitation procuring hundreds of scrub brushes and went on to enlist not just her nurses, but any patient who was mobile enough to help the cleaning process of the hospital. She also built kitchens to improve patients' dietary needs, laundry services, and a library to continue to provide for patients' intellectual care as they were recovering as well. Florence would visit the sick herself, often making night rounds with a lamp earning her the affectionate nickname, the Lady with the Lamp. Other soldiers simply called her the Angel of Crimea. It's estimated that Florence's work reduced deaths in those military hospitals by two-thirds. Now, following the war, Florence brought her approach to nursing and sanitation back to the hospitals in England and beyond, She founded a school for nursing and became an icon of the vocation, so much so that nursing lost its association with lower-class women, and even other upper-class women began to follow Florence's example. In 1908, two years before her death, King Edward awarded Florence the British merit of honor. Few today can hear her name without thinking of the nursing vocation. But here's what's less known, her deep personal faith that led her to this life of a selfless vocation. Remember that dramatic moment when she was 16 where she declared her intention to become a nurse? Well, it was in response to an intense spiritual experience that she'd had that year. In her diary, she wrote, on February 7th, 1837, God spoke to me and called me to his service. Later, at the age of 30, she would write in her journal about the intimate relationship she had with the living Lord that was at the very center of her life and personal calling. She writes, May 12th. Today I am 30, the age Christ began his mission. Now no more childish things. No more thoughts of love no more thoughts of marriage. Now, Lord, let me think only of Thy will, that Thou willest me to do. O Lord, Thy will, Thy will. And on Christmas Day, at age 65, Florence would write, Today, O Lord, let me dedicate this crumbling old woman to Thee. Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord. Florence's life makes me think of the words of Micah 6.8. You know, O oh man, what is good, and what does the Lord require you, but to seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. This is the story of Florence Nightingale, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact her generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you, that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let's confess what we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils, Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with prayer number 50 for The Medical Professions on page 661. Almighty God, whose blessed Son Jesus Christ went about doing good and healing all manner of sickness and disease among the people, continue in our hospitals His gracious work among us. Console and heal the sick. Grant to the physicians, nurses, and assisting staff wisdom and skill, diligence and patience. Prosper their work, O Lord and send down your blessing upon all who serve the suffering. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at christchurchplano.org and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.